Hello, everyone. This is Mike Sedam with the Crucial Talks podcast. Thanks for listening and joining me on this ride to understand what drives people. I said the word ride because this episode will use some scenes from the Sons of Anarchy. It's going to help us understand the role esteem plays in human behavior. Now, if you've listened to very many of these episodes, you know that what I talk about is really rooted in the social identity theory and self-categorization theory. Those are fancy ways to basically say the identities we adopt matter. One of the most important parts of either theory is the belief that one of the strongest motivators for people joining a group is because it improves their self-esteem. If you go back to episode 7, we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how the top of his pyramid is where social motivation is, while the bottom of the pyramid is where money motivation is. Basically, this means that things like pay and monetary rewards are trumped by things like love and esteem. Today, we are going to dive deeper into esteem. The reason we want to do this is because one of the most important reasons people choose to join groups or identify as a member of a group is because of the sense of self-esteem they get from belonging to that group. This simply means people join a group, and as a result, they get to think of themselves in a more positive light. Their esteem increases. Now, let's listen to a couple of clips, and then we'll talk about how this can apply to our organizations or our teams. Hunter's not retiring. What did you do? That's a little harsh. Maybe the old man's not ready for the gold watch. Just got back from that Bluebird warehouse. There were two dead women in the utility hatch before my guys got pulled off. They're gone. They could have been napping. You guys cruise around here like heroes. And you and I know the truth. What truth is that? You're white trash thugs holding on to a dying dream. That is so poetic, Chief. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess it's just Deputy Chief. Right? It doesn't matter if I'm Chief or not. You can't stop progress. It won't be long before Sam Crow is just an ugly memory in a history of charming. If you enjoy the ride, why, you still can. Sam Crow's been in this town since I was a kid. My old man was a county judge. Saw some of them catch their due, but for the most part, Clay and the others keep slipping through the legal cracks. Been chatting folks up last couple of days. Most of them get pretty quiet when I ask about Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Clay, some of the locals convinced his brand of outlaw justice keeps away the corporate boogeyman. I'd say he's right. Franchise development charming is pretty much non-existent. Been uh, jonesing for a Starbucks since I got here. Sam Crow is in stonewalling growth by themselves. They get a lot of help. Some of it from inside this department. Now, in that clip, we hear people talking about a motorcycle club. They're clearly not happy with the activities of the group, and they have a pretty negative view of what the group does. Now, let's listen to another clip. Same motorcycle club, different lens. There's one more name. I want to put on the table, Rat Boy. 
It's been almost a year since he put on the prospect patch, and I think he's shown us a lot. He's smart, he's loyal, fearless, works like a dog, and unlike most of you gossip whores, he knows when to shut up. <laughs> As a sponsor, I think he deserves a full patch, so... All in favor of making George Skogstrom a member of Redwood Original. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Opposed? Go get him. Sit down. At the table? Yeah, at the table. Take off the cut. On the table. I need you to cut off that prospect rocker. Hey. Replace it with this, young brother. In these clips, we get to see a couple of different views of the same exact group. In one clip, we hear how negatively the group is stereotyped and how their behaviors are viewed. In the other clip, we hear why one person will make a good member of the group and how those characteristics are part of what the group believes is important. We hear things like loyalty and being a hard worker. This lets us see that belonging to a group and the esteem that goes with that belonging is based a lot on perception and who you see as part of your in-group or your out-group. Understanding these concepts can help us when we are trying to understand behavior in our own lives, our organizations, or our communities. Identity allows people to answer questions like, who am I? Who are we? How do we react to them? It comes from a person's understanding of the groups they belong to and the beliefs and expectations of that group. Social identity lets us attach an understanding to group behavior because it helps us understand how the group will behave. For example, if someone asks, who is the Marine Corps, who is Google, or who is Apple, social identity helps us to figure out what the answer could be. Members of these groups choose to join the group, stay with the group, or leave the group based on the esteem they can receive. Each group has a prototype or a model of behavior. The more a person takes on the attributes of that group, the more prototypical that person is. The important thing to realize is that they must adopt that group belonging. It must be important to them. So try this. Fill in the blanks in this next statement. I, as a member of blank, am blank, blank, and blank. So when you look at this, you can say you're a member of your family. As a result of being a member of that family, what three things are important to you? Or you, as a member of your company, you are blank, blank, and blank. What values go with that role you're playing? Thinking about these things is important because identities can only impact what people do when it is important to them at the time they are dealing with a situation and that it is relevant to that situation. For example, let's think about a time in your work life. Put in that blank what role you're playing. Put in those three blanks what values are important in that role at that time 
in your organization in a situation where that role is important. Being a father, being a mother, being a spouse, or being a sister, being a brother, those have different values than being a boss or being an operator or being a maintainer in your organization. Remember, it's important because identities only impact what people do when that identity is important at the time and in the context of the situation. Our identities are constantly being shaped, and we use them all the time to make decisions. Now, in the clip from the Sons of Anarchy, when they vote Ratboy in as a full member of the Sons, we can sense a change from when he first walks in the room and when he receives his patch. Moving from a prospect to a full member impacted him because of the impact of his esteem. Esteem is pretty powerful, and we can see that in everything we do. We can see it in what people will put up with to reach an identity they are trying to adopt. We see it in motorcycle clubs, football teams, college campuses, military units. People will put up with a lot in order to attain an identity they see as having high esteem. However, if they don't see the identity they are fulfilling as providing them with esteem, they are motivated only minimally. And as Peter said in Office Space, they may only work hard enough to not get fired. We deal with this all the time in organizations. If they are not getting esteem from the positions they are in, they will seek other positions or they will seek other companies. So how do we use this knowledge? We know that esteem is one of the prime motivators of behavior and that it can trump job security and pay in impacting a person's behavior. So as a leader or a team member, we need to help maintain a positive outlook of the groups people belong to. If we do not provide for esteem in these groups, then the people in them may try to leave the group or may not identify strongly the group. This means they won't be acting in the best interest of the group because it just isn't very important to them. When this happens in an organization, the values and beliefs of the organization will only be used by a person if the identity is important to them at the time. If they don't feel valued, if they don't believe the organization gives them esteem, they may use a different set of values and beliefs to drive their behavior. This is why peer pressure is so detrimental at times, where what a team does may differ from what is in policy, may differ from what the organization espouses their beliefs. It's the beliefs that are important to the group at the time, to the identity adopted by that person that will drive behavior. For example, if your company tagline says you're innovative, but employee doesn't feel this is part of their identity, they're not going to act innovative. You can't just say it and expect it to happen. It has to be part of the identity's belief system. It has to be important to them at the time. We know that people self-categorize into groups. We know they adopt identities, and those identities provide them with meaning. But it also allows them to understand the world around them and interact with each other. We also know that esteem is a major motivating factor in behavior, and it affects how important identity is to someone. If we want them to play a role, they need to believe in that identity, and they must gain esteem from that identity. If we know identities are important to behavior, and esteem is important to identities, then we should also look at ways we can build esteem in the identities of people 
so that we can have an impact on behavior. We're going to talk about two ways to impact esteem related to identity. The first way is to look at the groups that people are a part of and increase the social status of that group while also emphasizing the behaviors expected of that group. It doesn't do any good to improve the social status of a group where the members are not clear about what behaviors are expected. For example, if you have a sales team and the people on that sales team have been working from the belief that the only thing that matters is the sale, no matter who they hurt, but you want to try to build a culture of professionalism and courtesy, there is a mismatch there. Your attempt at increasing the social status of the sales team may actually hurt your goal of changing behavior or culture. You need to increase the social status of the group, but in a way that emphasizes the expected behaviors of that group. And another way to improve esteem is to favor the in-group while reducing the social status of the out-group. We see this happen all the time. We see it in elections, we see it in sporting events, and we see it in competitions. By favoring an in-group, that group's esteem increases. Now, you can do this in your organizations. You can do it by painting your organization as favorable when compared to another, especially if you're in competition with another company. But by doing that, you also have to make sure that within your organizations, you're not favoring one group or another, because then you may have some negative competition arise from that. So it is a delicate balancing game, but there is a middle of the road, just like we talked about in the last episode, where we can operate and have an impact on identity that can impact behavior in a positive way. In this episode, we have talked about the importance of self-esteem. It isn't just important because it keeps people motivated, but when we talk about teams and organizational culture, esteem is very important to the identities people are using to guide their behavior and to make sense of what is happening around them. By ensuring the identities we want people to use has high esteem associated with it, we also increase the chance that we can have a positive impact on behavior. So when dealing with groups and group behavior, remember that esteem is important that identities drive behavior, and that context matters. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear more about this, please visit www.crucialtalks.com and reach out to me. I love to connect with you. Also, if you get a chance, please rate the podcast and share it with somebody. I'm still trying to grow a community of people that can talk about identity and talk about human behavior and learn from each other. If you have any questions, please contact me. Or if you'd like me to present to your organization or you have any advice for me, I'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. And remember, if we want to understand behavior, we need to understand what drives people.